Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zeta Zane. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. Hey, this is TJP, the Phil and Flash, and you are listening to Stan, Ro, Chino, and Camos on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is... The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Can you hear me at all? Oh, yeah. Can you hear me at all? Yes, 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 we can. So, in the end, you can hear him. No, no, the problem with that is what, I mean, what time did you say that sentence? I say, was it 10 seconds ago? 15 seconds ago? 6 p.m. niya sinabi hands ngayon lang pumasok. I mean, like, we can hear you. I think my latency is like two seconds. I think it's more than just two seconds, sir. One thousand. Two thousand. One thousand. I get it. Three, uh, man. At least three seconds. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. So, yeah, uh, that's where I've come with. Three seconds. Or Slap however you want to call him. Uh, he's right beside me. And then, uh, well, you know who Chino Liao is. So, we're back together again for this week's episode of the podcast. Did and we've got another special Why is that? I don't said, did you not know what to call my direction? Like, no, I could have said you were across. Okay. Efficient, concise, right? Anyway, uh, it's another special episode of the podcast because we've got a pair of guests who will be coming in on broadcast in about 10 minutes. Uh, they are two of my co-workers at Wave 89.1. One of them is a returning guest we last had her on, I believe, in 2016. And the other you are going to be hearing on the podcast for the very first time. But if you were at PWR Homecoming, you may remember him as the member of Bowel Clan who I went head-to-head with in that segment. So it's Dizzy Savage, a.k.a. Dino Imperial, a.k.a. Dino Pilates, and then joining us in a bit. So before we patch them on, um, we, we got to talk shop as usual, talk about the uh, happenings in the wrestling world. Um, I actually caught Raw, even though you know, I am still really bitter over Black Wednesday. I'm not sure if you guys caught Raw. No, I did not. I have no, I don't know, I have no feelings toward it. Like, I'm not uh, hyped to watch it at all. Where is Chino? Where is Chino? Oh, I wasn't well, That's why. I'm sorry, Jeff. I can see I'm here. I can see Kamus be smooth again. Oh, I'm going to see Kamus. So, I'm going to see Kamus. So, like, I, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't, I don't think he knows. Do you know? It's like, hey, Kamus, do you know that you're kind of smooth right now? 
Shout out to JK of Yas, guys. Hey, JK, what's up? Hi, JK. Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, I want you to try talking now, Carlos. Oh, Carlos, give, give it a try before I just uh, join the call. Okay, let's try it. Yes, this is work. Can you yeah, hear yeah, me? Yeah, there, there, there you go. Yeah, yes. Yes! Yeah, oh, fun. my God. Oh, my God. Oh, that, that, that makes me feel good. What did you so, do? Did you you do can hear me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, I, I don't know what happened. Something. What did you do? Uh, it was I don't. I didn't do anything. Chino left. Oh my God, Chino! That's all you have to do. That's all you have to do, Chino. Leave the podcast. Yeah, but then you know, we have then I can take my spot back. We have guests coming on later. Okay. Might. I know it's okay. No, in all reality, um, Raw doesn't. It, it didn't do much. It feels like it's running in circles again. Like. It doesn't feel like anything really exciting is happening, and I, I feel like, okay, run the course, but yeah, you know, apart from apart from the one unsafe Nia Jax spot, I don't think there's much to talk about from this episode of Raw. Yeah, T, let's talk about that. Let's talk about uh, Nia Jax and Kyrie Sane. So, from the looks of it, ah. uh, it looks like they're probably writing Kyrie Sane out because her contract is expiring, and with the looks of things. Um, I'm not even very confident that her contract will get renewed or extended. So, uh, I, I'm not a fan yes. of what happened uh, of her even being in the same ring as I again. Uh, you know, um, especially after that spot where she got heated into the third model. I have to go see the spot for myself before I judge it. Uh, I would, you know, you would think that I would see it on. And you know, we, we know how tiny Kyrie is. Yeah, well, according, to, according to some sources online, it was supposed to be a buckle bomb, just didn't look like it was properly executed. Yeah, which makes it even worse. Um, I, I watched the match, I saw the spot. It was really cringy, you know, especially coming after TLC where Kyrie was so injured and then really um, knocked out. And then Dinalibag Pashani Charlotte nun. So um it's just really unfortunate for Kyrie saying. Uh I think Kyrie's been through worse being from Japan, but uh I'm gonna go see for myself what the spot is right now. Actually, I should do it for that. So I can chime in. The beauty of internet and recording live by social media. Yeah, we haven't talked about the incorporate letter match, have we? Uh, Drake is asking yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. the live match. Okay. That's a good, good takeoff line. Uh, yeah, he's asking for our opinion on, on the corporate ladder match. Um, I don't really have a bet to win because we don't know the field yet, but I think it's stupid. I think it's a really bad idea to keep producing these shows. So um, that, that's my opinion. It, it's dumb. To me, I felt like it was quite insensitive. Uh, oh, your, your entire theme, your entire tagline is climb the corporate ladder. But then you say this after you just fired a bunch of people uh, for no other reason than you need to save money, right? I mean, uh, it's not through any of their faults. And then you, then you kind of mock the rest of the people still there by telling them that they have to climb the corporate ladder. To me, it's weird. Um, I guess the whole climb, the whole uh, WWE headquarters gimmick 
would have been a fine, hilarious idea, even on a good day, on, you know, on, on, under normal circumstances. Uh, I don't have any feelings toward it right now when we're all thinking uh, we, they should just you know, stop programming as a whole and uh, leave some of this trying hard stuff for when uh, we finally all get back to whatever normal is. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Chino. Okay, granted that we've covered all the bases that we need to with regard to how being how it's insensitive and how WWE shouldn't be continuing with these shows. I actually quite like the idea of staging Money in the Bank in the corporate headquarters. I think creatively it's one of the more interesting ideas they've had in a while. Yes, it does go off as it's as insensitive, but it also comes off to me as WWE using what they have right now at their disposal. Um, they don't really have an, an arena. They don't really have an arena to do it in. They don't really have uh, the regular venues or regular resources they had uh, prior to the pandemic. They're just making the best of what they have, and I. I kind of commend them for that and also appreciate how creatively they're willing to wreck, literally wreck their uh, corporate headquarters. Because we saw the NXT match, the NXT brawl. It wasn't even a match. It was a brawl between Ciampa and Gargano at the Performance Center. And that was pretty chaotic. So imagine how many more times this one will be. Yeah, uh... Um, it, it, it's a great point, you know, that you mentioned that. Now, you know, um, it, it's, I guess it's interesting that the fact that this pandemic is going on doesn't really make it have a good look. It also doesn't help that there was, uh, there was a series of tweets that came out yesterday from this reporter in the U.S. Now, a certain John from WWE, uh, alias John, though, uh, saying yes, they're all working under duress that they're all basically being forced to work, otherwise there are uh, ramifications. So it's very distressing to hear something like that, especially given current events, as they like to say on TV. Yeah, uh, this is nasty, because uh, you would think that Roman Reigns gets a pass, you know, uh, everyone who doesn't want to work the show gets a pass, because in Shemper, uh, things are... Uh, things are pretty bad right now, and you know these are re- these are quite some extraordinary circumstances. But this is also quite telling. Uh, it's also quite telling with the fact that Roman Reigns is pretty much persona non grata right now uh, because he isn't showing up to work. He chooses not to show up to work. So I think if you even have such a man, such a instruction uh, saying that you ignore Roman Reigns and don't mention him at all right now. What more? Uh, I mean, is it really surprising that these uh, WWE employees are working under duress? Yeah. Uh, so you know, there, there's that, right? Um, we also got to talk about Sarah Logan really quickly because we uh, we mentioned her as one of the names na nakasama dun sa uh, Black Wednesday. So, yeah, yeah. There are rumors going around right now that Sarah Logan is about to be rehired. Whether or not that's true, di natin alam. But what we know is that there are several uh, several people in WWE who are publicly and loudly going to bat for her. I'm assuming, I think, fair assumption, her husband, Eric, of the Viking Raiders, is one of them. Uh, I'm not sure Eric has uh, you know, enough 
social club inside the company to be going to bat for her. But I do think uh, the, the role in this division does need the boost, even though you know they're not featuring everyone. Uh, if she's getting her job back, great. Um, all more power to her because you know everyone needs to work right now. Uh, if I don't know what I don't know what the basis is for that rumor, but I do hope she I do hope she gets her job back. Yeah, um, nakatawase. Uh, they mentioned Sarah Logan a lot on Raw this week. Oh. So they they mentioned her a lot. Yeah, uh, there was a Shayna Baszler segment, and then he kept referencing that uh, Shayna broke Sarah Logan's arm. They said that multiple times during the broadcast. And then there was a Ruby Riot Liv Morgan match. And they were talking about the breakup of the Riot squad. Like, so I'm focal point in one or two segments. Then. So Sarah Logan kept getting mentioned. And she was a woman who was just fired like five days ago. So I'm weird. Yeah, you right. did you see this? Yes, the, the online news videos that I keep watching during this, this pandemic all point to the... Point, all point to those facts saying uh, why mention somebody who you just fired on TV? Why give them a match a week before they were fired or even a few days before they were fired and then fire them anyway, TV in the first place, which also makes sense. So a lot of a lot of evidence shows that there's a chance to come back to Sarah Logan. Wait, wait, wait. So, uh... You said that they gave her a match last week. So, do you think? Do you guys think that they're turning at least one person's uh, real life firing because of you know COVID related expenses into some sort of storyline? I'm not saying that. I don't think Tina's saying that either. No, 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 I, I, no, no, no. I'm not saying you're saying that. I'm just asking if you think that that could be a possibility. I didn't know they, they didn't mention her getting fired. They just said nah, she broke her arm. Okay. Okay. Sarah Logan is gone because her arm was broken by Shayna Beasler. Like, that's the case. Mm, okay. Interesting. Maybe she wasn't fired after all? I don't know. Yeah, no, she was fired. Uh, she acknowledged it on yeah, social media. Yeah. Is now Sarah Rowe. So it, it's all over. Eric acknowledged it on his Twitter. It's, it's uh, everywhere. Uh, this, is, this is quite the weird case. Yeah, indeed. So weird, uh, but, and, and yeah, of all people, yeah, of all. I mean, not you know, not not to say that she doesn't deserve it because she's a really good wrestler in the division. But uh, why? Well, also, I guess um, it's not the same though with Drake, Drake Maverick though. Uh, Drake has been set for you know the the rest of Cruiserweight Championship tournament, but I know why her and why why not other people as well, right? Yeah. Uh, because of them, uh, you know, everyone else seems to be trying to move on. Like you've got the club, we're already easing uh, a return to New Japan. Like Luke Gallows posted a photo of him looking at the IWGP tag belts. Carl Anderson's Twitter now Machine Gun KA. Uh, EC3 posted uh, an Instagram video which I showed you guys yesterday of him uh, saying MJF in a very uh, in a very silky manner in that little promo that he cut. So uh, you you can see people breath. Beginning to branch out in their new respective niches, if you will. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I uh, so Camus is saying Drake for Cruiserweight cha- interim championship, I guess. By the way. But uh, no, I well, sorry, you know, it, sorry, sorry roll. I just have to say, yeah, I saw something online that said that this whole Drake Maverick thing 
might be work, which is, yes, it's sensitive, but also, are we going to put it above WWE? No, absolutely not. Uh, I don't think that they are above uh, turning some of the shit into work. Uh, uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all. That's how jaded I am, I think. When it comes to this Remember that party? Yeah, but wait. Is it we're talking about 2005, 2006, Matt Hardy? Yes. Yeah. yes, Matt Hardy was part of the spring cleaning. He was, and he was interrupting the matches from the crowd, right? Yeah, but yung Casey Matt Hardy, there, there was a bit of time. And there was, an, uh, there was a very public and vocal clamor from the fans. No, uh, it was also because Matt Hardy stoked the fire uh, when he got fired, you know. Uh, he was pretty much going out on the internet at the time. Saying, you know, going public about uh, how how Lita cheated on him with Edge, right? So, Negan, I'm not so sure that, you know, this is quite the same thing. Like, I think Matt Hardy was used as a storyline when it was time for him, when he got enough clout for him to get back. But it, or if we're talking about Drake Maverick, this is way before he stops being used on TV as well, right? So, yeah, I... I it could possibly be then something that, uh, something that is a work on Drake Mavericks, and I hope it is because you know it means the guy keeps his job. But I'm both half uh, uh, expecting it and not expecting it to be a work. Yeah, uh, it, it's all speculation at this point, you know, for all of us. Um, okay, last question from the live chat before we get to our guests. I believe they're about to enter the studio. Aha, so virtual studio. Uh, Jake is asking about our take on the SmackDown hacker that has been teased on screen for weeks now. Uh, I think it's Ali. Yeah, it's Ali. Gotta be Ali. Okay, okay. So we agree that it's Ali, uh, but there are other reports saying that it also might be two people. Now, it's a stretch, yes. But people are uh, internet people are saying, speculating that it also might be Chad Gable or Shorty G. Yeah, some oh, people yeah, try to decode the audio. They, they try to decode the audio. Say the my audio filter. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the first video that was Ali, and the second video was Chad Gable. Oh, I mean, I'm okay with being two guys because at least uh, it gives two people something to do. No, fuck Solomon Crow. Yeah, no, it be Solomon Crow. He's feeling Ken Shamrock on impact. Yes, Cabos. That's what makes sense. I'm Solomon Crow. Nobody likes Solomon Crow. And nobody cares. What's his real? What's his the other shoot name? The Sammy Callahan. There we go. It's not a shoot name. It's a it's a uh, ring name. No, is uh, ring name. How do you think name then? I got, can I go back real quick to Nine Dax because I just saw the gif of the, the botch. And I just yeah. wanted to say that to me, you have to, uh, after spending countless matches inside that ring, you got to know where everything is. And you have to be uh, ring aware to execute a spot like that. And for Nia Jax to not know where she was before letting go of Kairi Sane, that is amateur hour to me. I'm sorry, uh, I don't do buckle bombs in the ring, but you have to have known where you were 
near the corner, uh, relative to the corner, and that's just kind of inexcusable to me. Yeah, uh, it's really just, um, I'm, I'm just really upset over it. Um, and, and it's not even because bias, because I, I uh, am a huge fan of Kylie saying it's just pretty irresponsible the way it looked. All right, I'm um, getting word from our <laughs> producer, uh, from Babyface producer Ryan, that our guests are about to enter the, the stream or the call. All right. Let's hey! Check, check, check. Hi, Saba. Hey. So check. Hello. Hey. Yes, they are. They're hey. Nice guys. day. Nice. Hello, guys. Hey, guys. Yeah, boy. Let's give them a proper introduction before we uh, get to some small talk and, and uh, whatever else. All right. Uh, our guests are in the live call, so please give them a proper welcome. One of them is my new tag team partner in the mornings. We've... Uh, we've been friends for a few years now. She used to be a neighbor, and uh, you see her on her, on your screens as a mixed VJ. But primarily here on the radio, and uh, if you watch her vlog, it's Debbie TV. Debbie Ten joining us here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. What's up, guys? I've made and my comeback. Hey, I hope you guys um, are not going to agree with each other that you're going to regret this night. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't regret it last time. Yay! Okay, that's why I'm back. There's a reason for everything, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, right next to her, you may have seen him in such shows as Portal and La Luna Sangre. Ah. <laughs> you may have heard his EP, Burnt Cookie. You may have seen him in a rap battle against me at PWR Homecoming. You know him as Dino Quilates, a.k.a. Dino Imperial, a.k.a. Dizzy Savage. On the call right now. Hey! What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? What up, guys? <laughs> Dino, I'm not sure if you've met the other guys. I'm sure you know Chino. Uh, uh, yes, yes, I met Chino at Magic and... The last show of all places. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I think uh, you've so met Rowan at PWR, yeah. right? Yes, 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 I have. And Kamsa yeah. as well. <laughs> I, I believe so, I think. So, <laughs> communicate with us via sign. Yeah, so we're just going to warn you that Nasi from a very posh subdivision has very, very bad internet. Mm-hmm. It's like the cruelest joke ever. So instead of you know engaging in actual human conversation, he just holds up a sign like a mute. Oh no, that's so sad. You know, we were thinking about it too as well because sometimes our internet uh, gets pretty spotty here. So we were thinking, should we go on separate screens? Because I don't know, Dino and I are both really vain like that. We wanted our own screen and our own name at the bottom. But we were like, I don't think the internet can handle it. So same screen na lang. Saka yung may kaagaw ako sa mic. Thank you for recognizing me. It's a very familiar room. Uh, for those of you who get to catch the morning takeover on my Facebook page, um, that's basically the other half of your screen that you see every, every morning. So, we're not even Debbie from these Zoom calls. I know, dude. You know, you know Dino's room better than me now. Yeah, like I can tell the board game's apart now. Right, right. We, we, we've come that close, too. I, I give you a tour, though, uh, so you can get your But uh, there's a lot of nice stuff here. If you, if He's you very proud of it, honestly. Yeah. I spent the yeah, whole, I uh, I spent the whole lockdown uh, just uh, redecorating. It took you 10 years to clean your room. <laughs> it, had to t- it had to take coronavirus to clean your room. 
wonder when the next virus is going to happen. So, How's the situation over there? Because you guys aren't in Metro Manila right now, right? No. Um, all in mind, like, uh, it got a little stricter where, because um, like Clark, there's only like, uh, like a few households inside Clark. It's like Clark is known to be like, you know, like mga casino, duty right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so walang masyado, walang palengke dito, walang masyadong grocery stores. So, like, there's like a couple and then like a couple of Korean grocery stores. So, it's a lot of Korean stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of that. So, yung mga ibang, like, yung mga ibang supermarket is in SM Clark, which is just like right outside the Clark, uh, gate. And, yeah. No una okay lang. And then like like last week at na parang ah uh, di kayo pwede diyan na kayo sa Clark. Eh wala nang ano eh, wala nang supermarket dito sa loob. Ang gagawin namin ano, convenience store, Korean, Korean ice cream lang sambiyan lahat. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh so my parents got mad kasi like sure my dad needs like his meds, diba? And then they were like saying like oh dapat isa lang sa kotse, which I understand, pero like given the situation like seniors siya, dapat may kasama. So, medyo like, um, medyo nagpagtalo na sa, ano, sa, sa mga security. Pero everything's okay lang naman. It's not crazy as it is in Metro Manila. So, uh, yeah, Dino, uh, Kairos has a question for you because uh, for those of you who don't know, Dino's actually a huge comic book fan. So, a quick story on uh, <coughs> this one before Dino tells us what's on his uh, reading list right now. Wait um, lang, baby, ah. Sinisira mo yung mic, eh. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no! I dropped my comic. Okay, let me... Let me so, Dina's actually one of the biggest Marvel super fans uh, that, that I know. Uh, he actually comes in to work at a hip-hop station wearing Marvel gear, which is awesome. And he lent me the Infinity Gauntlet and Infinity War graphic novel series in advance of the movie to, to get me up to speed. So, like, he's that kind of, of a comic book super fan. So, what's on your reading list right now? Well, um, I'm actually reading a DC comic right now, The, the Man of Steel, because um, I'm reading some action comics right now and some detective comics because I'm trying to catch up to some of the Year of the Villain storylines in DC. So to, to catch up with what I'm reading now, so Justice League, I need to read some like uh, Leviathan stuff, which happens to be a villainy Superman action comics but before i can read that i'm reading man of steel so it's in between action comics a thousand and a thousand one uh written by brian michael bendis he jumped shit from marvel and went to oh, dc Andrew. oh my god <laughs> yeah okay. so a lot of people a lot of people don't like bendis because uh inconsistent with his writing and some stuff like the analogy uh, of some people of bendis is like he's that kid in elementary school who who always said like he could he could beat you up with his karate but he didn't really know karate <laughs> so a lot of people don't like him but oh no i like i like some, i like some of his stuff it's not that bad so i just want to see what, like what he does with the with the dc universe since he jumped ship now how about you debbie what have you been up to aside from our morning zoom calls since uh since ecq happened well, I'm really enjoying not having to wear a bra for two months straight. That's probably the. Like, I, I I enjoy that too. That's oh no like shit. First, that's like the first thing, but I've been catching up um on my comments as well. Um, 
I've started collecting too, and it's always been a problem of mine to actually read any of it because the biggest issue when it comes to all of that is I barely have the time. And usually when I'm working, my bags are always so small that I can't bring the books with me at risk of damaging it. And I don't want to do stuff like that, right? So I... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we're just trying to fix the mics then. But um, I, I bought um, Kick-Ass uh, from 1 to 5. Nice. Just to collect it, I wanted to get the full graphic novels. I didn't want to, I didn't want to get the singles because I felt like it would take a little, uh, a little more time to finish collecting. So I would collect all the graphic novels that are available um, in its full compilation. So I have one of five. I'm currently on the second book. Um, and after this, I'm going to start reading Kingston. So if you notice, he's a huge... Um, He's a huge Marvel fan. I'm more of a DC fan myself, but when it comes to comics and I started collecting one Roman as well, aside from um, DC, I would say that I'm more of a film slash comics kind of person. I'm really into the Alien and Predator franchise. So I've been trying to collect it first before I start reading. And I feel like now is the right time to read before I buy any new ones. So yeah, I've been really enjoying that so far. Uh, let's get a, a, a Facebook question here from Martin who asks, Dina, are you more of an X-Men blue team or an X-Men gold team guy? Damn. <laughs> Would you guys get mad at me if I said I, I'd still get confused until now? <laughs> wait, so, I mean, like, wait. Sinulit's the blue team? Sinulit's the blue team? I'm not the I'm not the best person to ask. Yeah, I'm I'm the, no, no, I'm not the best. Master Ola sends the world for the Dunaro. He's in all of them because he's the most popular member of the X Men. Yeah, he's 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 in he's in uh, X Force. He's everywhere. Uh, I remember you blue. If I'm saying this correctly, blue team was the OG X Men, right? To the the Cyclops, uh, Beast, Angel, Beast, Angel yeah, and Jean Grey before she was Jean Grey. Okay. Okay. Martin, Martin clears it up for us. Uh, the blue team is apparently Wolverine, Cyclops, Scylar, Rogue, Gambit, Jubilee, and Beast. So, 90s I was way off then. I was way off. Mm. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, hold on. You want to go look for it? So, yeah, I'll go look for it. I'll, I'll distract them. Hi guys. Yeah, let's talk to you while uh, while Dina's going through his stash. Um, for those of you who listened to, to Debbie's earlier guest game from like four years ago, uh, we were all surprised when he found out how much he knew about wrestling because like it, it's something that isn't really halata. Uh, you know, from from just talking to you or hanging out with you. Um, yeah, I know. I don't know. I... You keep updated from time to time, don't you? It's funny because um, a lot of people get get so confused whenever they find out what I like. Yeah, I mean, I am a girl. I like makeup. I like the color pink. But at the same time, I, I'm really into um, geek culture in its own way as well. So I love wrestling. Everyone knows that um, I'm crazy about Kelly Kelly. Um, I, I even watch all of the, um, the Marine films. Um, just, just because, just because, like, there's no particular reason we, we know they're not Oscar worthy, but I just wanted to watch John Cena, and after seeing him, I thought, okay, I would keep up. I even forced my dad to watch all of the other films, Ted DiBiase on it, um, The Miz. I re- I particularly like The Miz. I don't know why, but I feel like he's a guilty pleasure of mine. But yeah, people get so surprised whenever. Sorry? Because he is awesome. 
I love him, exactly. My, my dad didn't quite like his eyebrow thing, but I'm like, it's the Miz, though. That's his thing. Like, it, no one can explain it. It just is. But yeah, people get so surprised when they find out that I actually am into comics. I, I love reading comics as well as watching wrestling every now and then. Um, I heard, um, see, Stan's been keeping me up to date when it comes to the wrestling news. And oh, it's a crazy world out there uh, with everything that's been going on. But um, I really, really hope that everything gets to sort out and i really hope that some of our favorite wrestlers keep their jobs this is one of my favorite debbie 10 stories um back before you and i were put on the same show uh debbie's time slot would come after hours and then um i had to sign that sign off that debbie comes in and the first thing she says is not good morning it's not like happy whatever day it is it's hey have you seen daniel bryan's boss <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Dan- Daniel Bryan's balls are, um, I, I, won't, I won't exactly call them pretty, but like, hey, you know, like they, they look like they're legit. Yeah, seems pretty legit. Um, Cavs is asking, best Marine film and why is it the fifth? Um, I, okay, I would have to say that I'd still go with John Cena, the original. I don't know why, because um, when, when, you, when you really think about it, it was kind of the first the first thing I've ever seen John Cena in. What was that even his first debut on on the still? Yeah, that, that was his first that was, movie. That yeah, was, was. I was so surprised because when you see them in the ring, you're just like, okay, these guys are good enough actors to keep up this storyline um, for weeks on end fighting with people that they're probably best friends with out of the ring. But I was so taken aback by how John Cena was just such a natural. So I would have to say him still as my first and my least favorite would have to be Ted DiBiase because he wasn't too good. I don't know. I didn't think he had as much charisma as the other wrestlers that took on the the whole title of being the Marine. So yeah, most likely John Cena, the OG Marine. Yeah, they tried right, to make Ted DiBiase thing, but now he's not even in the business anymore. So Let's talk to the you know it uh at wave um uh, we first talked about was nineties wrestling because you were like yeah that's the extent of what I remember watching I remember you saying at yes. the time so yes. like the the gold dust and the sunnies of the world like you two names that stood out to me from the ones you enumerated uh, uh when I was in high school and well. Mostly elementary and middle school. Yung mga naalala ko is like, yun, like yung DX, uh, X-Pac, China, Road Dog, uh, um, The Ass Man. Was it again? Billy, Billy, what? Billy Gunn. Gun. Huh? What? <laughs> Billy Gunn. Gun. Gun. Yes. Gun. Okay, okay, okay. And then um, the corporation versus the ministry. Tama ba? Yeah. Yes. That, that the year, corporate uh, ministry. Yes, 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 yes. That era, that era. And then, oh, yeah, life happened or showbiz happened? Um, uh, I, I, uh, I was gonna say, oh, my excellency, Debbie. I got into girls, I got into women. <laughs> I was like, oh, I like this. This is gonna preoccupy my time a lot. <laughs> you started at a young age, didn't you? Like, you really got to show young. Uh, no, man. Well, uh, I started out with like the small stuff. Um, my first ever gig was like a brochure, 
Like it was for like sure of like Simpondo. And then I started out with commercials. So like around 11, 12, I want to start. And then from there, did more commercials, starting getting like lead roles. And then, you know, when I was 16, I went to Star Magic just to, just to check it out. They were like, oh, audition here. I'm like, eh, oh, but do you? But do you artista? And then I, I auditioned a man. And true enough, man, it's pretty badui. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, but it was it was it was great, man. It was great while while that happened at that time, especially when I was in ABS, because I, I learned like a lot of stuff, some of the workshops about myself. Thomas is asking Dima, what has been your favorite role today? Oh, Luna Sangre Immortal. That, Jethro. Uh, Jethro. He's my favorite, bro. He's my favorite. He's my favorite character out of all of them. Because my roles are the best friend. But the yes man. Uh, bida or contra bida. Oh, bro, what's that? Oh, bro, what's that? What's that? What's that? You know what I mean? <laughs> or just the, the the overall like uh mayabang the mayabang konyo guy or the the mestizo guy. That yeah, it was, it was like that for a while. For other current reruns um of ABS TVN shows, he's on this one with Coco Martin, and every scene that he's in, he's always so angry, and I'm like, oh my god, they got you in real life. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, in, in wrestling, there are a lot of names, but like, uh, there are a lot of ring names or stage names. You've got one yourself. Actually, you have two. But I want to ask about Dina Imperial. Like, where did the Imperial come from? Um, my dad wanted Dino Dinero because his favorite. <laughs> yeah, his uh, name. Dino Dinero. Because um, his favorite actor is Robert De Niro. So, uh... <laughs> So they didn't like my they didn't like my real name Dino Calates because they were like, because um, in ABS small workshops they teach you a bunch of stuff that they could use against you, especially mga journalists or mga tabloid. So off the bat they didn't want like Calates. They, they didn't want my real name because Dino Calates, kini Calates, some bomb start na siganyan ganyan. Right. So they're, they're already they're already thinking of stuff way ahead of so um, we just gave him like a list of names to use, and Imperial was the la- the maiden name at that ng great grandma ng dad ko, something like that from Beagle, and then that, that that was the only one that stuck, and then so yun Dino, uh, Dino Imperial became my artist slave name. <laughs> it's funny because in WWE, parang ganon din yung process with the ring names. Like the talents are given the list, or they come up with their own list and they submit it to the office, and then they approve this, this, and that. Ano lang. So it's kind of the same story with you. Yeah. Um. Before nga, they wanted the like so, like they wanted to name me like Richard or something. Ew. Li- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you don't look like Richard. Sound like Richard Gordova or something I, like I don't know. Yeah. You uh, sound rich, but not you. <laughs> yo, yo, talaga. Uh, uh, let me ask the guys, or at least uh, Chino and Ro, since uh, Trip Counts' internet is coming across well. 
Uh, do you want to do the game with them since we're talking about names? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go for it. Yeah, we might as well. So, yeah, so do yeah. it. So, so we're we talking about names. Yeah, so since we're on the topic of names, uh, you know, I know you and Angela G have this segment on the vibe called Porno or Combo. So we're going to flip it around. We're going to be asking the questions this time. We're going to be giving out names, and you have to tell everyone whether you think it's a wrestler or a porn star. So this is going to be... Oh. We're going to oh, pick okay. you guys against each other. All right. And so, uh, race to five, guys. Race to ten. My money's on Debbie. Because, uh, you know, she's oh. a bigger fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have so much confidence in me. Thank you. Thank you, Rose. <laughs> oh, Gina, who are you putting your money on? Debbie, because if I don't say Debbie, magagaya siya akin. So Debbie, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not like that. It's on now. I'm, I'm really, really nice, Chino. Carlos, who are you putting your money on? Okay, uh, guys in the comment section, um, I know a handful of you are watching right now. Don't say anything. I know you guys know the answers. Yeah, oh, no coaching, guys. Come on. Yeah, don't say anything. Yun yung... Okay, now I see the live comments. Okay, nice. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Don't, be... yeah, don't, don't give the answers away. All right, so yeah. uh, let's make this a race of five points. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, here we go. Our first name. Uh, our first name is Riley Reed. Is Riley Reed a wrestler or a porn star? It sounds like a porn star. Like yeah, porn I, star. I would have to say porn star. Okay, final answer for the two of you. Wholesome tires upon. Sorry. All right, since neither, neither of them uh, seem like they want to change, Riley Reed is indeed a porn star. One Yay! point. Both of you. <laughs> okay. All right, next up. Name number two is Ruby Riot. Is Ruby Riot a wrestler or a porn star? Wrestler. Confident. Ruby Riot is a wrestler. I think she goes to the hard mode. Yeah, yeah, go to the hard mode. yeah, let's go to the hard mode. Yeah, let's go to the hard mode. Okay. Uh, okay hard mode, hard mode. All right. Nyla Rose. Is Nyla Rose a wrestler or a porn star? Uh, I, By the way, that row is like uh, laughing. It's probably a porn star. <laughs> um, I, I guess I would say wrestler. Okay, so you're going to split it this time. Debbie says wrestler. Dino says porn star. Nyla Rose is a wrestler. Oh! Damn. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, all right. All right. equal opportunity tayo. Let's give you a male name this time. Okay. The name is Juan El Caballo Loco. Is Juan El Caballo Loco a wrestler or a porn star? Sounds like, like a wrestler. Guy. That sounds like a wrestler. Sounds like a luchador. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say wrestler too. All right. Juan El Caballo Loco is a name I found on Brazzers. I was doing oh! <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Oh. Dang. oh no. Oh. Could have had me fooled. Yeah. All right. It's, it's, it's a Spanish, isn't it? 
Wait, is he is he is he hung like a horse or are there horses involved? He looks like a child. That's okay. Yeah, he looks like a kid. Definitely not watching his porn. <laughs> all right, all right. Next up, next up. The next name on the list. Joey Ryan. Is Joey Ryan a wrestler or a porn star? Sounds like a pizza delivery guy. Um, so porn star, uh, uh, actually, yeah, I'm gonna say porn star. Yeah. Take a wrestler. All right, Debbie says Joey Ryan is a porn star. Dino says Joey Ryan is a wrestler. Joey Ryan is a wrestler. Joey Ryan is a wrestler. All right. Next up. The next name on the list is Alexa Bliss. Is Alexa Bliss a wrestler or a porn star? Oh, she answered that quick, so she probably knows. I'm going to say wrestler. <laughs> porn star. <laughs> All right. Now, big name scoreboard. Salamat, Amos. Alexa Bliss is a wrestler. Ah! Or porn star. Damn. Three for Dino, one point to win. Okay. Uh, this is match point for Debbie. She gets this. She beats Dino. Next name on the list is Abella Danger. Is Abella Danger a wrestler or a porn star? Yeah. I'm going to say wrestler. So, what's the easy Guys, we don't have Bragging rights. Oh, Bragging rights. Not like we can even give them anything given the quarantine. Uh, <laughs> I just want to beat Dino. That's fine. Porn star. Okay. Dino says Abella Danger is a porn star. Debbie says Abella Danger is a wrestler. Abella Danger is one of the highest ranked porn stars. Hey! To- Damn it. We are back. Uh-huh. We are down to a tie. All right. Do you believe that? All right. (laughs) What a comeback. All right. Let's get to this name for the win. The name is Caden Carter. Is Caden Carter a wrestler or a porn star? Caden Carter. Hmm. Uh, over gonna... and over again. Is it more porny or less less porny? Yeah, it, it works both ways. Is it like Caden uh, Carter? Para, para the, the first name and the last name is Boca. Yeah. Damn, this is hard. This... Yes. Yeah, to get like porn star. Oh, right, Dina says porn star. I would say wrestler. Debbie says wrestler. Caden Carter is a Filipino American wrestler. Congratulations. Sorry, 
Sorry. Si Kamusta ni Hosam? Oh, si Kamusta ni Hosam. Hey guys, if you, if you want to ask our guests some questions or you want to ask any of us a question, just leave it in the comments. Uh, we'll get to them for sure, for sure. Oh, by the way, yung kanina about the, the, the gold team and the blue team, I have it right here. So Bishop, Bishop, Archangel, Storm, all of them, gold team, so the blue team, Wolverine, Cyclops, Rogue, Beast. These are like baseball cards? No, well, these, are, these are uh, these are uh, trading cards. Top each, each, page, each page like uh, is like a whole picture here. Like this. How do you have an entire collection like that? What wow. Yeah, 1993. Um, so yeah, blue team. Blue team. Damn. And Bishop, yeah. yeah, what would you say? So you gotta wonder with something like that, and how high value Like if if you try to put them for auction or whatever. Oh, um, I have some that are pretty uh are pretty pricey. They're just there nakatago lang. Pero may mga na parang you you'd think it'd be pretty expensive, but it's like oh it's a dollar, it's two dollars la parang yung yung rate niya or resale value. Like I have a, I have a comic here na um. Amalgam comics when DC and Marvel okay. go together. Yeah. I have yeah. I have a I have a Bruce Wayne Bruce Wayne Leader of Shield yeah. comic and it's like two dollars long. But you think oh what? Indisha it wasn't as big a deal as DC versus Marvel. Yeah. That I have that here also. All right, uh, let's get to the uh, let's get to that one thing that we've been hyping with the uh, Dizzy Savage guesting, and that is that segment at PWR Homecoming. So, uh, Debbie, you haven't been to a PWR show, have you? No, I haven't. I've always wanted to. I know you've been telling me since way back when. I've always meant to go. Like even when I was from a different station, I always said I wanted to go. Even if now I'm closer to you in terms of station. I still haven't had the time to go. It's the craziest thing, but I've, I've always wanted to drop by, you know. Like, I, I've i heard so many great stories of how fun it is there at PWR. So it's like, man, I'm really missing out. I really want to go. I, I truly do want to see Sandata live. Ikaw, <laughs> Dino, <laughs> uh, like, what were your impressions of PWR? Like, uh, what expectations did you have coming in? Because prior to homecoming, you haven't seen a show either. No, no, no. Um, I mean, there would be like a time I don't even remember now, but like like seeing somewhere like online like uh, Filipino wrestling, right? From from Bobby, see Bobby Bobito, because he looks just a wrestling. So like you know, like every now and then I'd, I'd see something, but then I, I just came in there like no no expectations, but I had a lot of fun, I had a lot of fun. Like your childhood dream goal just to be like in a wrestling ring, like came true. So that was pretty dope. And just to like while out and yeah, it was, it was nice. And everybody was like, you know, like yelling and screaming and cheering, and that was that was cool. What was it like for the guys at Bawotan when uh, when your manager told you, all right, we're gonna be doing this thing with PWR, you guys are gonna be performing live? How did the guys react to that? Um, iba iba. Like some like um, some were like really excited, some were like skeptical, some were like what whatever. Uh, some were just like, let's do it. So when we got there, 
when we got there, um, and then when we got on stage, and then when they got to see all the other matches, everybody was like on the same page. Everybody was like, "Yo, this is pretty dope." Especially when people were like doing the flips and stuff, and then like, and then that one match with that one guy, you uh, like, I don't know if he's gay or something. If it's Marty, but yeah, he is gay. Okay, so yeah, and then like they had like some like hardcore match and everything. I was like, I was like, oh my god, this is pretty intense. I like it. I, I love the showmanship too. So everybody was like, energy was like all the way up there. What was it like for you guys when uh, you, you got taken to the back and you got to see things behind the scenes? And I'm assuming for a lot of you, it's like the first time you'd be taken behind the scenes at an event like that. I mean, you've been behind, uh, you've been backstage at multiple events now. But like when it's uh, when it's a venue that you're not familiar with, like in this case, a wrestling event. So what was that like for you guys? Um, I was I was expecting about um, even backstage, people would like be. Who, who they were. Parang I was I was still expecting people to like like magaangasan dun sa likod, like oh, I hate you. I'm gonna beat you up later. <laughs> I really thought it was gonna be like but everybody was uh, surprisingly really nice. Even like the, the buffest of the, the people in the back they were like they were really nice. So that was pretty you know, surprising. You can say I was a little intimidated in a way because I was like oh my god these guys can like smush me. <laughs> But like, uh, how about that, uh, that, that moment when you guys came out, you guys came out and you had your entrance music playing and then everyone is looking at you guys and you know, it's, it's, it's different compared to like when you're at a gig, mm-hmm. which you're all too familiar with because this is a different crowd and it's a different setting. So uh, what was that experience like for you guys? Uh, when we came out, uh, I wanted to, I was already thinking, man, after this, I'm going to call my cousin, I'm going to call my mom. Yo! You're not gonna believe this. We were at this wrestling event. I was already like thinking that, but as soon as we were walking out, and um, yeah, it was different from you know from performing at our you know usual gigs because uh, yeah, the people are different. So I guess in a way, na kailangan namin sila like there we go they're back, they're back. we had to like we had to like ease the crowd in a way uh so parang, yeah we had to reel them in before i guess we could get like really comfortable i guess it's because whoa i guess it's because it's a different crowd element. yeah so you guys are more used to a different Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so, so to those of you who are watching live, uh, you know, obviously we're going through a bit of a technical difficulty right now. Live show, guys. Yeah, it's a live show. Surprisingly, but the calm was... Surprisingly, the was smooth again. <laughs> oh, it comes. Can you try to be like a right? <laughs> That's the caveat. Somebody has to sacrifice for Camus. Oh, no. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. See, I've been on you the whole time. Yeah, it's nice to know that you're actually part of the call. Support. Oh, I updated the uh, update Yeah, man. Yay! Appreciate you. Appreciate the role you're playing on this. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing, Dean, that you have to uh, probably refresh. I'm trash. Right 
Let me send them a message habang, ano, habang nag-refresh sila. Yeah, I just want to say, Dino, uh, Dino was going on about uh, how... Hello? Are they back? Di pa. No, 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 they're not back. Oh. I, I just want to say, Dino was going on about how they were having a hard time, I guess, trying to convince the crowd to join in on them. But I actually caught a Bowel Clan show a while back um, during one FET that we seek. Some some random stage, uh, the hip hop stage of Fatman Music. It was super wild. So you wouldn't think that uh, a posse like a group like Bowel Clan would have such a hard time. All ten or eleven of them, the on stage, having a hard time uh, riling the crowd up. Because at one time it was pretty hype. Yeah, um, actually, they're pretty imposing then even as personalities. Like, um, I remember being in the ring with him. And when that, uh, when that segment happened, I remember specifically si Manila Man and si Ankel Brown. If they were trained, they could actually look like they belong in the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some of them look like um, actual wrestlers. So I think they fit then with the aesthetic that we were, going, we were all going for, I guess. Yeah, pretty interesting. They're looking back because, like, um, the you know their sorry, yeah, comes. Thomas, <laughs> you started. Yeah, and I was gonna. They're so low act. No, uh, you yeah, had no. <laughs> How about now? How about now? Uh, go go go. Say something. Say something. Yeah, say something. Good. Hey. Well, they're back. That's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Yeah, you got the smack. There. <laughs> Y'all talking shit, weren't you? No, you're right. Can you hear me? Uh, yes, we talking shit. You guys. Anyway. Okay. Good. So- Oh my god, it's all falling apart. No, I was gonna say, yeah, um, when you catch, yeah, I'm okay, I'm boy, but like, See, uh, when yeah. you know, when you for, for Debbie and Dean's benefit, the problem with Jamas' internet is it's like, so bad, in like, isolation to something. Or as a whole, like, they really have a different energy. They're yeah, I, I really apologize for this because, like, he tries to say something, he gets disconnected, he tries to reply. And then he cut he's like the, he's like the slow kid in the classroom. <laughs> <laughs> the internet connection, okay? okay. So, so like he'll, he'll get he'll get the punchline like like thirty minutes after. Yeah. Like, oh yeah! Like, <laughs> no, we were saying while well, you guys were disconnected, uh, Chino was talking about having seen a Bowerclan performance yeah, before. Yeah, I caught one of the random Bowerclan spots at a Fat de la Musique uh, show a while back. So we're a good three years back now. And it's actually stayed with me in my corneas, in my brain, because it's just this imposing group of guys on stage just hyping an entire sea of people up. So when you say something that it took a while for us to get the crowd hyped up, 
it's actually hard for me to believe because I already I had some idea of what your stage presence was back hey. then. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, not gonna lie, I had that I had that idea of you guys having met some of you before, and then you know when you guys were stepping uh, were, were across us uh, in in the ring, I was like, yeah, you know these guys would actually fit them in a wrestling setting. So you know, um, that, that's that's what I was uh, thinking in in the moment. But uh, let, let, let's talk about uh, let's, let's talk to Debbie man because uh, because she's not getting on her phone and she's chatting. She's like, you guys made me set aside an hour of my evening, and you guys no, aren't no, even talking. I, I'm not. I'm just sharing the the podcast link so people can um, can see that I actually have makeup on today. You know, like, he's sad. Hey. You know, Oh, and I appreciate you landing makeup for this one because, like, you know, uh, like I, I would be the last person to tell you to please put makeup on in the morning when we had to do our Zoom shows. Well, I, I can't in the morning, eh, but uh, I, I always put on my eyebrows so I can function. That's just the thing, you know. I, I can't function without eyebrows. So, yun lang, that's all you receive in the morning. But other than that, I had work to do today as well. Hence why I kept the makeup on for this. But, uh, you know, when the, when the viewers see me, I'm not ugly. You know, since you guys posted a photo where I actually look kind of good, so yeah. <laughs> Insecurities! Woohoo! Uh, question for you: um, Can we talk about the move, like when you jump stations? Yeah, is that something we can, we can talk about? All right, okay. You uh, talk about my emotional torture? Trust. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow, <laughs> I, I wasn't even gonna. Go there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All love. All love. I mean, I know, I know about it, but I'm not gonna go there. I, I just wanted to uh, probably. Uh, for the benefit of the listeners, to ask for a Spark Notes version of the story, like what happened, uh, or or how did the move come about? There, I think that's a better question. How did the move come about when you jumped from from Magic on the Wave? Well, um, funny enough, I feel like it it really is a story of growth. For those of you that didn't know, I've I've been at Magic for about um, six six years. Plus, about eight years. Yeah, I've been in radio for about eight years already. And the first five were me as a junior jock. And then I got absorbed as a DJ. And the thing that I noticed about my time at Magic is that, yeah, I did learn everything that I needed to know. But sometimes you reach a point in your life where you just feel like um, you could grow so much more if you went somewhere else that kind of fit your vibe or kind of fit the plans that you set out for yourself. In a way, I always felt that no hate at all whatsoever i've always always had love for magic it hasn't been like the easiest route uh, road to take it hasn't been the smoothest journey i know there have been um like slip ups on my part but big improvements as well and it really is just me realizing that when when it comes to that certain time in my life i felt like i needed to go somewhere where i would be more uh, i i'd be able to do more of my own thing. I'd be able to uh, speak more. Funny enough, when you think that you work in radio, um, you're you. That's all you ever do, right? That's all you ever do, and that's just speak for like about three hours um, every shift. But I felt that I needed a little more freedom to be a certain way, and I felt that Wave was one of those places where they kind of allowed that i guess i'm not saying that magic didn't allow it it's just that i felt i had more room to move around when it comes to my See, i'll say it 
Oh, sige, go. Lepas sebera, lepas sebera, teman-teman. I mean, if you're not gonna say it, I'll say it because you're more, you're way more liberated here than you were over there. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, that's for sure. I don't know. I always felt like I had to put, I had to keep a chip on my shoulder when when I was at Magic. No, they just put it there. No, no, no. It's it's a it's a certain it's a certain image that I had to uphold. That I always knew what exactly me i always had to be like this chipper cutesy girl next door kind of girl but let's be honest now i'm a dirty bitch you know so it, it, it was so much harder for me to keep that side of my personality i'm not saying that i'm not a good person or a good girl at all i mean i have my moments i can be sweet i can be sugary but for the most part i just wanted to be free so I don't know. I, I, I'm adjusting pretty well at Wave. I know I, I've had like my solo show before I became Stan's partner. So it really was a lot of room for me to grow, for me to play the music that I wanted to play, for me to um, enjoy my my room to breathe because there was always this added pressure at Magic. It, it they, they didn't intentionally put it onto us, but it was always there. It was always in the air that there was this competitiveness. There was this... Um, standard you had to uphold and it really is following a certain format um and camas is asking but the real question are you happier now um on wave and hosting well that's why that's why it makes it gives me so much pleasure to say that i don't have any like ill will towards magic at all because they let me be me by moving away and i'm honestly so much happier than i've I wouldn't say all through all, all throughout the eight years that I've been there, it meant nothing. It did mean a lot. I did cry a lot of tears on my last show, but I feel like I'm coming to, into my own at Wave. I'm allowed to be more me and follow less of a structure that they had set. Not that there's anything wrong with the structure there. It's just when when I tried it out for myself, I realized what was more me and what was less of me trying to be someone that they wanted and and with that i felt like i kind of sacrificed my own mental health trying to be something that i wasn't so i'm so much happier and um, in a way it hasn't affected my hosting because i used to think nah if i moved to a hip-hop station it would affect the gigs that i was getting outside of it through hosting and stuff because a lot of people um recognize me as a a pop station dj but funny enough i i get a lot more i i wouldn't call it street cred but the people that I come across when I'm out hosting and I say that I'm from Wave and they, they're like, no, you don't look like you like hip hop. And when they find <laughs> out that I do actually know my stuff, they're like, oh, that's like brownie. Those are brownie points. That's like extra sexy to certain people. So I'm like, I, I, OK, cool. I mean, thank you. Thank you for thinking that that's hot. I, I don't know why I wouldn't look like I listen to a lot of hip hop. But hey, that's the same. That's the same goes uh, for when it comes to comic books or um, geek culture. Right. So, hey, I mean, I like surprising people. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, you know, for whatever's worth, uh, like, we, we're really happy that you're part of our team now. And um, I'm pretty sure that there were a lot of us um, in in the locker room or on the roster who were like, yeah, you know, like, she's like a, a friend of Wave that in a month for years. Why not have her on the roster at some point? So uh, it, it's just really cool that everything finally came together. Thank, uh, you, gonna, thank you. I'm going to share my screen a little bit uh, and give a shout out to our friend Jackie who uh, wanted us to show this particular site. I'm not sure if you guys can see my screen right now. <laughs> not yet, not yet. So while we're waiting for it, thank you, Camos. Thank you. All right, teka. Uh, let me put... 
Ito na, ito na. I'm, I'm figuring out how to share my screen on this thing. There. How about now? Uh, yeah. I don't see it yet. I might it's wonderful, it. Stan. It's wonderful. <laughs> I've never seen anything so beautiful in my life. Hold on, life I'm trying, now. I'm trying. I'm trying here. I'm trying here. Oh, you will like this, I think. Oh, but you've probably already seen it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you've already seen it. I'm just... Uh, Is this that ah. Brian's balls? No, it's not. It's not. Uh, okay. uh, I, I, need, I need help from the producers. <laughs> because apparently, I'm sharing screen. Ko. Um, it's a link to uh, Dino Imperial's Candy Cutie page. Aww. <laughs> That's so much better than Daniel Bryan's balls. <laughs> <clears throat> Dapat lang, diba? Dapat lang. So much better. Magkasama kayo dyan, eh. Diba? There, how about now? No, I don't see shit. If you want, you can send it to Kamas. I will draw it. You want? I'll just I'll just go through my stuff. I have all the candy mag stuff right here. Oh my god. <laughs> I've been doing some cleaning around the house. I found all of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know. Slap soil in screen sharing data. Actually, Philippine internet in general is slap soil or hampas lupa. So, like, that, that's the joke. Kaya siya, slap, slap soil. soil. <laughs> yeah, that's why we call, uh, <laughs> why we call Kamas' internet slap soil. So, that, that's Boat the joke. Uh... Yeah. All right. Um, let's go through the Facebook live comments. Uh, saying what's up to, uh, to John. Uh, to Quatro, from PWR, and to Bruce and Jackie, who is rejoicing na buhay nga si Camus. Yeah, thanks, Camus. Thank you for trying. Uh, Ro, Chino, any questions on your end? You said the name. Sorry, what? No, look at his spiky hair on Dina, though. Damn, oh, how am yeah. I going to see any of this, bro? Yeah, uh, we're going to put that in the private chat so they can check out the website. Mm. Apparently, uh, yeah, apparently, the Candy Mag uh, website is still on. It's still up. And it's got a collection of all the candy cuties throughout the years. I actually looked at this site last year when my best friend got married because he's also on the site. And <clears throat> um, you know, it's like, oh, wow, I recognize this person and that person. We see Dino. We see Alden Richards. <laughs> that gave me a good laugh when I, uh, when I looked through that. A um, couple last questions here before we let you guys go. Uh, <laughs> in wrestling, we really uh, make that delineation between your real life or your real personality and your personality of a character. And... As a as a performer, Dino, as a rapper, may, may din ba? Like, is there a delineation between Dizzy Savage and Dino Kilates? Is there like a difference? Yeah, um, is there like a difference? Yes. First um, of all, I wonder where the name D- Dizzy Savage comes from. Like, how do you come up with that? Yeah, yeah. Can you can you explain your etymology, nun? Sige. Um. So back in college, kasi, um, I was uh, I started out as an MC hype man for like the clubs, right? And then, which, still do, yeah. which I still do. Uh, so, yung friend ko, si Dick Hernandez, we were part of a group called Vibe Entertainment, and then we became Stratosphere Productions. And then he was like, Oh, ano, ikaw, Dino, ano, gusto mo mag MC? And I was like, What? Really? Okay, the cutie of the I, was, I was like, Okay, sige. Oh, what's your, ano, what's your, uh, what's your MC name? Uh, MC Dizzy? I said, Um, 
when I was still going to CSB, I would be tagging like Taft and stuff with like some stencils and just spray painting all over Taft and stuff. Na Dizzy, D I Z Z Y. So that was like my tag name, and then I just use it to my MC name. So it was MC D I Z Z Y, MC Dizzy. And then as the years passed, ginawa ko na lang ano MC I got rid of the the D I Z Z Y when I moved to Vegas because I mean there's a Vegas rapper called uh, Dizzy the Flashy and then he changed his name from Dizzy the Flashy to Dizzy Wright and then I just changed mine to MC D Z and then when I when I moved back, sila Neil, sila Young Bawal, Pulp Fiction, they were like, I know, are you still gonna use MC Dizzy as your rap name? Badui, bro. Nobody uses MC anymore. It's like no nobody really uses like DJ before their DJ name. I was like, I don't know, man. And then, but there was a time now. Sorry, sorry. One- having DJ before your name is like having the word band after your bad name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole play band. Yeah. So, so I, I, I dropped the MC because uh, there was this one time at, at a gig I was using MCDZ and then some guy asked me, some foreigner guy, so what's your name? What, what do you use? MC Dizzy. And then he just laughed at me. And I was like, what the, f- the hell? And then I told Silla, Silla Young Bao, Silla Neil and Pope. And then Neil was like, see, I told you, it's Badui. And then and then at that at the time, like the early years of Bawal clan, um, si Pope, he would call me Master Savage because uh, I would be doing a lot of crazy stuff in time na yun. Wala pa si Debbie sa buhay ko nun. So, medyo mas savage ako. And then, uh, so Pope would always call me, eto na si Master Savage! And then, I still wanted to keep the Dizzy, so it became DZ-SVG. So, yeah. There, there. You go. so all right. So the Dizzy Savage uh, persona on stage, is there a difference between that guy and the Dino that I get to interact with at work, or you know, the Dino um, that people see? I guess Dizzy Savage is that inner voice inside of me, uh, of of Dino, na na usually doesn't come out in a in a in a, I guess regular, in like in regular situations. It's it's like this it's it's this it's this other being that I tap into when I need to like get some stuff off my chest when I need to when I need to how do you say who got as my mom would say <laughs> like if I'm trying to like uh, go in deep into my thoughts this this dizzy savage is is that guy that it's just like locked away but really parang it's all that it's all that pent up frustration it's all that pent up like um I guess feelings whether it become with like love lust and observation about like about society all these things are just like locked away there and then once like I tap into that and then it all comes out. I mean, I would say honestly, um, per every name that Dino has, he's Dino Calates, the D- Dino the DJ. He's also Dizzy Savage and Dino Imperial. I would like to say that he actually has four different separate personalities in each single name. Sometimes oh, I feel like I'm dating four different people at the same time. It's like I feel like I'm cheating on the other one, but it's all the same guy. I mean, you know. Uh, I mean, he does have the dick to fit all four people, but like, it really is just like it feels like it's another person every single time. Like, I, it, it's actually very exciting, but sometimes quite scary. 
like um Dino Imperial naman is the is the guy that you would is the guy that your little sister, your ate, your mom, your tita will all love. And your dad would not be threatened by. That's Dino Imperial. He has he has manners. He you know he knows what to do in a public setting. Hindi siya scandaloso, you know, but he's so funny and you know. But he's he definitely ano siya, good boy siya. <laughs> Dizzy Savage is the salvaje talaga. Mm-hmm. He's the I don't I don't care. This is the truth. You will listen to me. You bitch boy. Was 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 I know? saying. Do you know my cousin was a candy? Oh, huh? was uh was at candy when you were doing those. She remembers you, dude. Ah, uh, you mga candy events. Uh big shout out to Candy Magdo. Medyo kiniligaw nung time na ano when there was like this whole voting thing and then you know. You know it's it's super hilarious because I have this one friend right um, her name's shanika and um when she found out that she, she's a new friend so when she found out that my boyfriend was dino she goes babe oh my god i need to tell you something but you can't get mad at me okay and i'm like okay it depends on what you're about to tell me and then i'll decide if i'm gonna get mad and she goes i have a photo of your boyfriend me and your boyfriend i'm like y'all better not be naked in that photo you're about to show me or there will be blood and she shows me it and it's a photo of her and him and his candy cutie they you know, this was my phone screen when I took it. I went to the candy event and I'm, I'm so in love with him. This is my phone screen from the Unpa. I even made it my Facebook profile photo. I'm like, see, right. see, if a guy, if a guy went up to me, I was like, hey, man, I got your girlfriend as my profile picture. Pare. Like, I love your girlfriend. Look, here, she's my, she's my wallpaper. I, I wouldn't know what to feel. Honestly, <laughs> uh, all right. Enjoy that. Uh, funny enough, did we get it out of our system? Have we gotten it out of the system? What year is from? That probably was my first candy, uh, candy appearance. This was this was coming into college. I was mga 17. Mga 17 ako niyan. I like how it's still up to date. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my yeah, God. It's got a it, di ba? So somebody's actually updating this still. <laughs> di ba kami, ano, right. may code na yung age nag-update lang para alam, ah, matanda na to. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> legal na to, legal na to. Oh, legal na. <laughs> Pwede nang arresto yun. Damn. <laughs> If you see him around the candy mag events, keep him away from the girls. Call the cops. <laughs> Damn. All right. Uh, yeah. Here's one last story I want I, I want you guys to share, or at least I want Dina to share, because I think it's also something that's pretty relatable for uh, those of you who are into wrestling and are familiar with the stories of guys who really started from the bottom and had to claw from the top. Um, I I know from your stories from when we've hung out that uh, you had a showbiz career, then you left the Philippines and when you came back you literally had to start from scratch and there was a point where you even lived in your car yes so, yeah uh, c- can you take us through that yung, just that experience of you were already someone with a name or who had name value and then you had to scratch and claw and fight your way back into uh, in- into what you wanted to be um, 
sige. 2012, I decided to leave because I was just sick of it. I was sick of um I was just sick of it, dude. Like uh cause I, I love acting. Like um I love acting, I love like reading the script, becoming like a different person, a different character. Uh I, I just love stories. Hence why I, I love reading all these comic books, because I'm just if it's a good story, oh damn. If it's a good story, like um I'm all about it. But then para nagiging repetitive nisha, I got typecasted na and then like leaving and also i was part of like some boy band kasi eh diba usually sa abs kasi they they just put all the guys together and hopefully one of them is gonna become like uh yung sikat sa kanila parang ano like people in poverty mga anak na marami tas sana isa sa, sa, isa sa anak nila yung breadwinner diba so parang ganun <laughs> so parang ganun So I was with Enchong, Robbie Domingo, Sam Conception, Aaron Villaflor, AJ Perez, Chris Gutierrez, all them, right? And then I was like, man, I hate this. I don't want to do this. I'm already like 20-something now. I don't want to be doing this stuff anymore, bro. And Dina siya cool. Like, yeah, I'm 20-something. I'm dancing for a bunch of like tweens, you know? It's not cool. And, I, and even from before, I always wanted to rap. I always wanted to be a rapper. And then even... Even uh, all these artista people, ABS people, industry people, like, I don't get it. Hindi namin gets. Hindi pwede yan. You can say, pak shit, dick, all this stuff. <laughs> right? Marami mo offend. So I was like, screw that. And then also, syempre yung mga indecent proposals. I left ABS. I went to somewhere else. And then from somewhere else, I tried to go to a different station. And it was like, it was like, uh, meeting with the boss na. And then... They said like, oh, we're going to have a meeting with your manager. And then, okay. And then a week passed. I bumped into the guy at, at a club. And then I was like, oh, no, we're going to have a meeting. And then like, he hit my shoulder and said to me, so do you want to sumikat? Oh, shit. Oh, boy. <laughs> so I was like, you know, and I said, you know what? You know what? I'm good. Okay na ako. Okay na ako. And then I decided to go to the States. And then when I started, when I went to the States, I started from scratch. Uh, I only saved enough money to buy like a new car and have like some, you know, some some money to like survive. And then I li- I lived in a room uh, with my lola. We shared the same bed. And then I started from scratch, became a bus boy, cleaning tables, server assistant. And then I got promoted to a to a front desk in a restaurant. And then lucky enough, I was able to to nab a job at the nightclubs and that paid okay naman. And then fast forward, I moved out of my tita's house. I got a penthouse. I had a nice car. It was all great. But then like, hindi pa rin ako happy kasi I knew what I was doing. Yeah, it paid, it got, I got paid a bu- like a lot handsomely naman. But it wasn't what I wanted to do, which was make music. And then I bought this mic, this same exact mic uh, in Vegas. And I would come home, like rap over some beats, uh, still connect, you know, with like Silla Young Bawal, Pope Fiction. And then when I moved back, I was actually on vacation. And then I decided to stay. But then my parents were like, what the fuck? What are you And then I uh, music. Pag may music ka, tanda-tanda mo na. Ha, bahala ka na sa buhay mo. And then, <laughs> and then, um, and then, my dad naman, lucky enough, like, uh, 
he bought he got me this car but it was still under my name and then it was like i got you a car but you have to pay for it so that became like the motivation to like work even harder so when i would drive to manila i would sleep in my car at a church and, and the parking lot non-church because I, I know nobody's gonna mess with people at the church so i would <laughs> Smart. Yeah, so uh, I, w- I would sleep in my car. I would sleep in my car, um, go to VTRs, uh, try to build my network all over again that people know, like, I'm back. So so from artista to clubs to, to whoever I could talk to, I talked to. And then, but, you know, like, comparing the life of, like, living in my car or, like, just having a really nice job in Vegas, making all that money, I had more fun living in my car doing what right. I wanted to do because I got to do what I wanted to do na parang I knew na okay I'm gonna put my heart my soul everything into into this into this thing that I've been putting off for so long because a bunch of other people told me not to do it and that's why Bowel Clan is Bowel Clan because we just keep on doing things that the people tell us not to do and uh, so I worked hard on that and then it's really just about sacrifice talaga so and and then it it puts you in a spot also now. Are you really about it? Are you really about this life? You're going to throw it all away. And then I got picky with roles. I only I only took like some acting gigs because that would be the money to pay off my producers and to gain like equipment and stuff like that. When you were living in your car, like how would you take a bath or use the bathroom or whatever? Like, uh, still hear me? Yeah, yeah, there, there. Okay. Yeah, you're back. Yeah. Um, I was asking Kanina before you guys cut off. Like when you were living in your car, how did you go to the bathroom or take a bath, do your business, all that stuff? I, I was just about to get there. So um, thank you for asking. Uh, <laughs> I would go over to my friend's house. Uh, I, if, if I'm lucky enough, they would be there. I'd take a shower there, use the bathroom there and stuff, right? But if none of my friends were available, I had a gym membership at Gold's Gym because my agent at the time was like uh, hooked me up with a with a with a sponsorship so I would be I would be um, but I think good parts feeling a cut off hello hello and then and then I would go and then I would go to Gold's Gym take a shower there and do my business there and then, sorry guys, it's a live show. <laughs> there, you're back. Yeah, you're back. You're good, back. Good, good, great. So after after like taking a shower and doing all that stuff at Gold's Gym, and then back to the hustling. Damn. And in a way, it's one of the reasons why um, I I guess I connected with him the most. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay. I I get. I, there are other girls that are tuned in let me know what you think but like i am kind of person that admires a man who knows what it's like to have it rough than just to always have it all um i i wouldn't say that i'm ugly uh, but but I have like you know I I've I've dated a couple of guys that just didn't know shit about the real world and time and time again I find myself more attracted to guys that 
actually know the value of hard work even when it gets really really tough so that's something that i always admired about him because it's not an easy feat um because he, he his family lives in clark so sometimes he would come from clark and drive in that car all the way to to manila just to go to wave just to go to work so funny enough it's it's always those little things that teach you more about a person and their drive. And it, it really is like the best thing you can find in the partner. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're supposed to a valley girl. Uh, girl yeah. And, and remember during, the, during that time, it wasn't always like all good. Because there would be times no one gigs, diba. Right? And yeah. I would be like surviving on gigs. There would be times that I wouldn't know if if I would use gas or pagkain. And there was a time uh, I was running out of money. Nah, I had to look through my whole car to see if I had coins enough enough coins just to go back to work and like regroup just for the for the toll and gas. So there was a time na ganun. And siempre like um, you know, you'd think like during this time, uh, yeah, you know, you're following your dreams. You would have like these people, and, uh, your friends and your family that will support you, diba? But like sometimes people they want to see the results, then see you like actually do the the, the work, diba? Yeah. So there there would be times my mom would be like, oh, ano na, ano na, ano na niyari, ano na, ano album, and then like, you know, so that that energy was like, ah, oh, I'm doing something about it, all right. And then I would have friends, the man, oh really, well, what are you, oh really, you're gonna do music, come on, come on, Dean, come on, nah. So there, you. So there are obstacles na ganun din. Like, uh, so for all the kids out there, uh, you, if you want to like really follow your dreams, it's not gonna be the easiest path. Lalo na if your dream is like pretty lucrative. But just like most things, you have to put your, uh, you have to put, you have to, you have to put your, you have to put work in. You have to work really hard, put the time in. And you, you're gonna have to sacrifice. So if, for example, like your parents tell you to be a doctor, you're gonna spend all your time trying to be a fucking doctor. Yeah. When absolutely. you could have, when you could have been something else, you could have used that time to be really good at what you wanted to do. So might as well spend your time on that. But also, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and you need to do what you need to do to do what you want to do. Okay. But, don't, don't, but it makes sense. Yes. But don't uh, don't sell your soul, don't sell your body under that. <laughs> wow. Hey, if, if 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 someone wants to sell sex, you know, it's a it's a business. It's an it's an industry, the oldest industry. If, if you're down for it, all I know. I'm not gonna judge I'm not gonna judge anyone in the sex industry. Oh, I, I appreciate that you actually shared that story because I think I heard that story from you when we were uh, drinking at Bali last year during the wave trip. So I was like, one day if I uh, get you down in a studio and do a podcast with you, that's that's like a really inspiring story. And uh, you know, I, I appreciate uh, the openness and the candor from the two of you. So I, I just got to say, Dino, Debbie, thank you so much for uh, sharing those stories with us here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Thank you for having us. This was so much fun. It feels so good to be back up. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that there are a whole lot more stories that we could tell. So thank you so much for sparing us some of your time to everyone that tuned in as well. Tee-hee. Yeah, and uh, we also apologize for the spotty connection to you know to everyone who's still on the Facebook live feed and uh, to those who'll be listening to this on Spotify. Uh, appreciate you uh, bearing with us through all the te- uh, technical difficulties. But thank you, thank you again to our guests. 
Dina Imperial, Dizzy Savage, Dino Quilates, however you want to call him, and Debbie Penn. <laughs> Uh, where I, can I don't listeners... need a porn star name because it already sounds like a porn star's name. I mean, like, I wanted <laughs> to change it. When I was in ABS also, they told me that I had to change it. But I'm like, what do I change it to? I already sound like I'm a porn star. It works. It works. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you can find us online. Uh, at yeah, Debbie underscore yeah. T-H-E-N for me. Don't ask why there's an H in between. Uh, but yeah, that's where <laughs> you can find me. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Dino Kelatas and on Facebook Dino Imperial Dizzy Savage. That's all there. So follow. And me. where can people find the new Bawa Clan album? Yo, Spotify. We just released a song with uh, Oh Fuck, Pating uh, Sa Kadiliman. So Astro, Lexus, Paul, they're on there. Uh, they're Oh Fuck, and then on that track from Bawa Clan is me. Dizzy Savage, Mikraman, and RJT. And I believe we're just gonna, we're about to drop another single from that album uh, sometime this week. You know, Magasama Tila Nuevo, Anton Brown. And the album is called Ligtas. So it's all right. So- Yay. And yes, I agree with Carlos. We should definitely hang after ECQ. Yes. All right. Agreed. On that note, Dino, Debbie, thank you so much. We're gonna wrap up in a bit. Uh, do we, uh, uh, guys, Camus, Chino, Ro, uh, are we doing picks of the week? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. My, my pick is really just the dark side of the ring episode for the week. So, uh, if you guys have the opportunity to catch the episode of Vice's dark side of the ring, the one on Dino Bravo was released a few hours ago. It's definitely worth a watch. It's super dark, like every other episode they've released so far. Uh, and, um, Dino Bravo is not really a household name in wrestling. But the story about him getting involved in some mafia shit got real, really quickly. So it's worth a watch. All right, who's going to go next? Yeah, I kind of wrote. He's writing for his pick. Oh, he's he's writing writing it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll. No, I'm going to go pick. uh, This is kind of an old upload, but you guys should go watch it if you haven't yet. New Japan uploaded their new beginning in the US. Matches for free on YouTube from earlier this year. Go watch that. Uh, I watched the one with TJP Clark Connors and Eugene Gata and Pita Jose. So that's my pick. Tino? I am actually picking Drew McIntyre's episode of Chronicle from the WWE Network. Um, okay, so we'll get to Camus' pick in a while. But my my pick is uh, significant because Drew follows a sort of the sort of the same philosophy that I've developed over the past few years doing improv, and it's just everything happens. It it just ha- it just takes a matter of time. Uh, Drew McIntyre started out as this young wrestler, hotshot wrestler who didn't know anything about the business. He got ro- rocket strap, as the term goes. Uh, to the very top of the crowd, the uh, card, then got fired and had to go through this whole uh, independent uh, run before he became WWE champion. It's very inspiring if you, especially if you have, uh, you know, uh, you have a pr- thing to go through in life. Now, Camus says, fuck you, that was my, la- my pick last week, Chino. Well, Camus... You can't talk right now, so you can't really do anything about that. You are up to your graphic right now. So, how about you shut up, Camus? See, I can write shit down on paper, too. 
That's my thing. All right. So, yeah, Dino Debbie getting a taste of what really goes down on the podcast. Thank you so much, everybody who joined us. You saw Camus' pick earlier when he was writing it down. Appreciate Camus, everybody who came in. Flash it, please. Like, bro, eh. <laughs> he says go watch WXW or World uh know, World Extreme Extreme Wrestling Yeah. Yeah, Karen yeah. Noir. Someone to watch out for indeed. Alright, thanks everybody. Uh this episode in the books. Catch us next week on the podcast. We've got another Wave 89.1 DJ. Mark Thompson is joining us alongside hey. Patty Yes, the Wave Fam, the Wave Fam is in, uh, invading the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. We're going to talk to them and their shared mutual fandom of wrestling as well as their work as club DJs. That's happening next week. For now, though, we got to get out of here on behalf of our guests, uh, Dina and Debbie, and Camus, Chino, and Ro. My name is Stan saying, please wash your goddamn hands. We're out of here. <laughs> Peace. Peace, guys. Yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.